Welcome to Bench Boost Boys Game Week 6 forecast, Tony Vindication, with me Gav and you Scott. How's it going Scott? Good. <clears throat> Great. <laughs> no, I actually feel like shit. I had a COVID jab yesterday. All right. And a headache, just a bit lethargic, quite tired. Uh, bit of admin. Uh, at Bench Boost Boys is us on Twitter. Make sure you send in your mailbag questions. We will very likely answer them. Um, BenchBoostBoys.club is the website. Uh, don't forget to join our mini league, Q8ZM2S. Scott, who's top still? Still? Should have known. Uh, oh, David Paxton, still there. Vessel Virgils. Um, Can't topple him. You've you've written notes. <clears throat> still at the top by a decent 26 points. I didn't like look at his overall points. I was woefully unprepared for this podcast. It's okay, mate. We You know, COVID jab, blah, 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 blah. It was that earthquake in Melbourne today. Something, something, dereliction of duties. Fire evacuation. Yep, yep. Anyway, the point is, Dave Paxton, the absolute machine, is still top. Oh, and he's got to be... He's still got to be quite high overall. I, I reckon he yeah. is. Um, well, anyway, I reckon we'll jump into it after a very brief break and we'll talk about how we did in game week five. Bench plus boys, game week five. Um, how'd you get on, Scott? Had a really good game week, actually. Um, you know, I, I think probably speaks to when we talked at the start of the season around trusting your decisions and, and not wild cutting and sticking to my original plan. So pretty happy I've done that because finished the game week with a score of 73, which was 18 points above the average. I haven't done the maths on that. Game week average was 55. So someone... That's <clears> well above. Yeah, yeah. I, I killed it, I'm pretty sure. Um, yeah, 18 points. Um, strangely enough, I I usually play Foster ahead of Backman just to just in case the whole Backman red card, my whole theory thing. Yeah, yeah. Foster ended up starting that game, so <clears throat> got three points for him. Um, where I blanked, Cody, Connor Cody, bought him in, got a yellow card, and they conceded two goals against Brentford, so got zero points there. Shaw, still, he's been disappointing this season, two points. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jota bought him in. Uh, surprised, Liverpool won 3-0. Jota played quite a few minutes and, and only scored three points. Got a clean midfielder's clean sheet. Uh, and Brownhill got two points. The reason I had Brownhill in is actually because uh, Harrison was out with COVID um, and Trent Alexander-Arnold surprisingly didn't play, um, <clears throat> which meant I got a couple of players in that I probably wasn't planning on bringing in. But Some one of those players... Subs. Yeah, one of those players was Matty Target. So, Maddie Target, I benched him because they were playing Everton and Everton side that's kind of in form. We talked about that last week. We we felt that Everton were probably the informed team and were likely to, to score some goals against Villa. Yeah, and didn't so they, they didn't, and it was 3-0 Villa. Um, so, Target got a clean sheet, so six points there. Captain Salah, um, he, you know, always a safe bet for a captaincy. Um, got a goal and assist, uh, clean sheet, yellow card, and two bonus. He got everything. He doesn't know. Nearly a full house. Yeah, really, really went for everything. They got 24 points. Uh, so turned 12 into 24. Ben Rama, wasn't expecting him to start against United. Um, He's doing well, isn't he? <clears throat> but then he scored. He yeah. scored their first goal. Uh, it, was a, it was a good goal, too. So they, they three, ended up losing 2 Three bonus points, though. Yeah, three bonus points. They ended up losing 2 1. Um, but it was still a decent fight by West Ham. Mm. Um, so he ended up on 10 points. Uh, Danny Ings got an assist for five points. Ronaldo got a goal for six points. God, he had three penalty shouts in that game. Mm. Um, you know, I'm surprised he didn't get one because, honestly, a couple of them looked pretty good. Um, and Tony, I watched that game and I was messaging you. It was quite late on a Friday night and you I was pest. just... Early on a Friday morning? Late on a Saturday night? I can't remember. But 
Uh, he got a goal and assist and three bonus points for 12 points. He had an absolute cracker. Didn't he have two like disallowed goals? Two as disallowed well? goals. One was disallowed for offside. Um, mm. It was very tight. And the other one was disallowed for handball. Oh. Um, and that was a really good goal. He was standing in front of the goal. The ball was in front of him and he just jumped over it and back heeled it in. In the words of NBA Jam, he's heating up. Mm. So <clears throat> this week, yeah, like I said, I, I transferred out Fernandez and Antonio and I brought in Jota and Ronaldo. Uh yeah, obviously Antonio didn't play. Don't think Fernandez did very well. Ronaldo got a goal. Um, Fernandez probably could have got an assist, but because Ronaldo had had the shot after he got the ball from Fernandez, the goalkeeper parried it, and then he then he shot again. It cancelled out that assist. What's your game so, week rank? Uh, game week rank was six hundred eighty-eight thousand, nice. and my overall rank is six hundred eighty thousand. Must be nice. It is. It's very nice. Wouldn't know. Big green arrow this week For, down. Down to one million last week, up up four hundred. Well, to add insult to injury, not only didn't I have a brilliant game week, I still got a green arrow on my overall rank. That's bad, isn't it? When you still get a green arrow and you feel like you didn't do that great. Anyway, do you were still over the average? Yeah, that's literally the story of my season so far. I've had five weeks where I've been comfortably over the average. Nothing outstanding yet. Mustn't grumble too much. So we'll, we'll jump to the conclusion there. My overall rank is about one point four mil. Game week rank, what's that? Two mil. <laughs> what's that? Put the, put the spectacles on. Uh, I got 64 points. So, yeah, you know, nine points above the average, but still waiting for some standout weeks. Um, was uh, My game week was very much about a good captain pick, like you, Salah, 24 points there. Um, then I had Rafinha, Bamford, Ronaldo and Tony all did okay, all good. Everyone else just sucked. Um, I made... <laughs> I made a last-ditch decision to switch my goalkeepers. I put Martinez out and put Sanchez in. I still think that was a good thing to do. Um, hindsight's a wonderful thing. I probably would have done that eight or nine times out of ten. Didn't work. Sanchez, one point, got a yellow card and uh, conceded. Uh, Martinez sitting on my bench for eight points there. Hmm. I can see if Alexander-Arnold on your bench for two points, which is strange because he didn't play at all. <laughs> I think that's a typo there. Um, Alexander-Arnold did, like you, get auto-subbed out uh, for Suchek. So, yeah, I had Connor Cody, same as you, zero points. Ailing to Suchek to Gray of Everton to... Um, that's a bit dreary, but all in all, it's an OK game week. It's one of those where you get balanced out by a few good performers. How, how long are you going to keep saying it was an OK game? It was an OK game week. It was an OK... Just above the average. Just above the average. Well, I was... Just smash it out of the park one day, Gav. That's I, what I, I do. I, I reckon it will not happen when I either do worse than a game week average or really well. And there's not that many points between us. If you look at it, it's, what, 23 points, but there's... Seven, eight hundred thousand places between us. So it just shows you how tight it is at the top. Yeah. Well, somewhere near the top. So yeah, your overall points three four seven, mine three two four. Um, Waiting for happier days. Uh, And just a quick shout out to part-time bench boost boy Ben, who this week scored below the average. Good. Ha ha ha. I hope you'll hear that. Okay, so we'll take a quick break and we'll uh, do our proper professional doing it properly, properly, proper watch list update. Bench Plus Boys, proper watch list update. Do you want to go first? Yep. Uh, removed two this week, uh, both Wolves, ass- Wolves assets, Marcel and Huang, and removed them just because Wolves looked absolutely 
woeful. You know, when you've got a t- when you've got a nice run of fixtures, just take advantage of it. Don't be a shit team. You can't be losing two 0 at home to Brentford. No, mind you, the Brentford played well, but Wolves just looked toothless. They looked an absolute shambles at the back. Um, like I said, Tony got in three times. Mm. Only counted once, but you know yeah. the fact that the, the defense were just all over the place there. So I've taken Marcel and Huang out. The only two I've added this week are Rudiger for Chelsea. He's started all five games good and shot. he's looking really good. He scored a goal on the weekend, which was nice. Yeah, I like Rudiger um, for him. Uh, and Alan Saint Maximin. Surprised he wasn't already on my watch list. He's really well priced, playing as a striker oh, now. Dude, he gave. He was the standout player in that Leeds Newcastle game. Leeds were underwhelming, but for Newcastle, most of their team are Championship level. They are poor. Mm. Alan St. Maximan stood out. Like obviously they haven't got Callum Wilson at the moment, but honestly, he he was incredible. He should be playing for a much, much better team. So yeah, good shout on adding him to your list. Um I'll go through the players that are still sitting on my watch list, but I won't put any real commentary behind it. Yep. Edward, Crystal Palace, Gallagher, Gallagher, Crystal Palace, Kieran for Arsenal, Cancelo for Man City, Pogba for United. Lukaku for Chelsea. Again, looking at those those nice run of fixtures from game week eight onwards. Patrick Bamford, he's still on my watch list, even though he's got a, an ankle injury and he's, he's... little yellow flag against him. Yeah, they tweeted about that today. And Leeds don't normally do that, so a little bit of a concern there. Rafinha, yeah. um, you know, he's also got a yellow flag as well. So there's quite a few players that are uh, FPL managers, sorry, that are uh, panicking a little bit about that. But I still keep him on, on my watch list just for the future. I want to keep an eye on him. Yep. Um, Damari Gray, uh, Townsend, Decore uh, from Everton. Uh, me for Burnley. I still, you know, they only lost 1-0 to Arsenal. Um, probably says more about Arsenal than it does Burnley, but I really like me. I like <laughs> I you hope too. you like me too, yeah. Uh, Greenwood, uh, you know... <sighs> he's getting between sort of 75 to 85 minutes at the moment, last two games. He's prob- so still good minutes. Yeah, and he's probably... He, we're looking at that p- potential... I've made an absolute meal of this poor. Um, we're looking at a <laughs> potential um, that he's probably going to start losing some minutes now. You've got yeah. quite a few players. And even more so when Rashford finally turns up. Yeah. Um, Alonso for Chelsea still on there. Uh, Ismail Sal for Watford had an absolute cracking game week, 15 points. So he's already on my watch list and he's staying on there. Liveramento for Southampton. I just want that cheeky bugger in and... I went for Cody instead of I was going to say, do you, do you kind of, I mean, it's easy to say in hindsight, isn't it? But do you kind of regret that a bit now? It's e- yeah, I do. I regret it and it is easily said in hindsight. James for Chelsea and uh, Ferran Torres for Man City. James should be back, I reckon, this week, I think. Yeah, yeah. So. There's, a, there's, a, <clears throat> there's a bit of a consensus that... I'll slide that beer over to you then. There's a bit of a consensus that Alonso's doing quite well for Chelsea. He's played a lot of games this season. But there's a a bit of a reluctance, I think, probably to to look at Alonso as being a a truly viable option. Um, And we'll be saying that for... We'll be saying that for months I reckon because eventually I'm going to bring him in and that week Chilwell will play. I was going to say we'll be saying it probably until around about the time that Ben Chilwell retires from football. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Well, So the the only reason we we can guarantee that Chilwell will get minutes is if either of us transfer him in. Uh, Alonso that is and that's the way that works. That's my watch list. Just grab. Cool. Um, From my side I've only removed two. Uh, Harry Kane it's just a grim picture at the moment and and I'm sure he'll probably start scoring now but yeah lots of think pieces coming out as well about Harry Kane I've made a meal of this but <laughs> watching Scott his struggle with do his drink do you want drink. some more? Uh, no I think you, I'm taking too much of it you, you, you just sit there and, and think about what you've done uh, Harry, Harry Kane yeah there's lots of think pieces creeping up on the internet about how 
Kane's almost at fault for Tottenham's woes. I'm not sure that's necessarily true, but either way, he's not scoring goals. So he's off. Uh, Richarlison as well. Um, he's out at the moment anyway. And uh, yeah, I'm not sure about Everton. So just those two off. I've added... Um, two like you actually Rudiger of Chelsea and Sam Maximin uh, and I've also chucked Alonso on there from Chelsea just to add to that curse and we'll see Chilwell start some games soon uh, the remaining list is Torres Brendia Vardy Ronaldo Antonio Son Fernandez, Pogba Ben Rama James Duffy of Brighton Greenwood Lukaku Edward Gallagher Marcel and Townsend so quite a big list yeah how is Duffy not on mine am I an idiot uh, no, I mean, even as I'm checking them out, I'm just sort of seeing, even form-wise, are they still kind of above around four or five points? And uh, all of those are at the moment. So those are the guys I'm keeping my eye on. And uh, look at us, proper little professional watch list update. Well, the, yes, <laughs> the watch list update was structured well. But during it, I was trying to pour a drink. It all went to shit, and the listeners got to listen to that. So maybe we and just now they to... get to listen to you talk about that. Yeah, well, I'm just saying this is great radio. Perhaps, uh, perhaps we need to um, not pour drinks. Organize our drinks a little bit better. <laughs> Blame well, you made this complicated thing that we have to mix. Oh, stop! To get to where we want to get to, we just need to. We need to do what we did last Pre-mix. time. No, <clears throat> just an entire bottle of bourbon. Slap it down in the middle. Oh, a couple God. of glasses. Move on with our lives. Yeah, I'll right. bring my swag in. Crash here. <laughs> on that note. We'll be back with the Game Week 6 fixtures preview. Bench boss boys. Looks to me like we're kicking off with the game of the game week. Yep. Uh, huge one, actually. Chelsea and Man City. Um, <clears throat> I, do, I have said game of the game week here because I think it's obviously going to be quite competitive, but mm. I do think it's going to end nil all just because oh, they both no. have such good defences. Oh, that's true. They both really do, don't yeah. they? And I mean, like, you know, they've got some excellent attacking players as well. De Bruyne started this morning in the Carabao Cup, so he's... Is okay. it Carabao Cup? Is it English League Cup? Or is it the it, same thing? I mean, yeah, it's the same thing. Carabao's a sponsor, but it's known <clears throat> as the League Cup. Carabao Cup makes it sound like it's being played somewhere majestic and far off and And it's not. It's Caribbean. in places like Darlington and Milton Keynes. Um, I know those places. Good, good test for Lukaku, though, this. Yeah, yeah, Lukaku. So... He's a player that's been accused in the past of really not showing up in big games. Right. Um, and I think he's probably developed a little bit more since he's been playing in the Premier League. Definitely. Um, and hopefully that we'll see him maybe show up to this game and, and maybe get a goal. Mm. Um, but I think it's going to end nil all. Well, actually, speaking of the defences, Mendy for Chelsea, 75%. With a hip injury, they're spoiled for choice, though, aren't they? They are in the defence. They've got Christensen. Uh, but I'm sorry, Alonso. I mean Mendy as in the goalkeeper. The goalkeeper. Oh. And I was actually surprised at how many people have got him. Um, so he's at 75% with a hip. Gundogan, 75% a knock. Obviously, as, as we've said in the past, particularly if it says knock, 75% as tend to play. But mm. those are the only injury worries across both teams. So yes, yeah. yeah, so it's good to see KDB back because mm. he could become a. a Truly viable FPL. Well, he bloody should asset. do. He has been in the past. Yeah, absolutely. One of the best players in the world on his day. So yeah, should be a cracking match. Mm-hmm. Uh, next game, Manchester United at home to Aston Villa. Um, obviously, Villa coming off that good win against Everton. Yeah, I didn't expect. Oh, none of us expected that. You know, mm. I benched Matty Target, and he ended up Matty Cash as well. He was one of the kings of the game week. He was the king of the game week. Mm. So he he scored fifteen points, and I think what's he five million. So that's you know, he was the cheapest option there. Yeah, yeah. Hence why he was the king of the game week. So Aston Villa just did really well uh, all, all round. Um, 
So uh, I think they'll probably find it a bit more challenging against a team like United, though, obviously. Um, and, you know, Ronaldo scored three goals in two games now for yeah. United in the Premier League. So uh, he also, like I said, had three penalty shouts on the weekend, didn't get them. Well, we're still, we're still waiting to see, aren't we, what happens. I, I imagine it feels like a given if he wins the penalty, he'll be wanting to take it. But I want to see what happens when he doesn't win the penalty, but someone else does. And if he still takes it, they must have had the conversations. Like, oh, they would have. They, they're not going to. I just. Wanna, gonna have I just want to know discussion on field. Just, no, but just let us know. Who's club captain at United anyway? But you're the, Maguire. Harry Maguire. Maguire, right? Yeah. Okay, because obviously on pitch discussions should be with him. But yeah, they, they must have already talked about. Paper scissors, rocket, uh, or whatever you call it. Oh, sorry, got to put that phone on silent. No one calls you. Um... Yeah, should be a good game. Really interested to see if Ronaldo can keep uh, can keep it keep it rolling. Um, Everton Norwich next. Everton they've got a few They're injury in issues. I reckon Norwich could do them over here. They could do, couldn't they? They're coming off that loss. They've got Digne seventy five percent with the calf. Richarlison not back till seventeenth of October. They reckon knee injury. Pickford expected back seventeenth as well. Shoulder injury. Calvert Lewin expected back second of October. Muscle issue. That's a few fair few first teamers there. Yeah, every single one of those guys is a first-team player. So, yeah, good opportunity for Norwich. I mean, it's at Everton. Everton, obviously, the stronger team on, on paper, but team. Half, half of the team's on the on the bench. This could be the, a good week for Damari Gray. Um, they might push him straight up into that striking yeah, role. Yeah, I saw in the League Cup, they started with a Wobi, gave him some minutes because he also looks pretty good. But, yeah, you're right. This is a chance to see who, who can turn that on. I, I think, um, you know, Timo Pukki, could be a really good, maybe really good shout here because he scored a goal last week. That's two goals in five games now for um, yep. for Norwich for, for Pookie. So mm. he could be a, a pretty good viable option. Have you got Gilmore? No, no. Did no. you at any point have Gilmore? I thought about it in preseason. I ended up going for Todd Cantwell and then getting rid of him as well. Cantwell was from Norwich, though, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, I know, I know football. Oh, obviously, football. I have sport just sports in general yeah soccer kickball yeah um, Leeds at home to West Ham poor old Leeds still looking for that win <laughs> but, uh, well, <laughs> and their injury problems yeah, well, I was going to say they're, as, they're in as much trouble uh, in terms of first team um, well, so from, injuries than well from a anyone. from an FPL perspective you've got Bamford 75% ankle Harrison 25% illness that's Covid um, Rafinha uh, COVID COVID yeah. Rafinha 75% hip and ailing 75% knee now even from a non-typical FPL assets they've got pretty much only one centre-back fit which is Liam Cooper so they are they are struggling and West Ham I mean it's been a little bit of a roller coaster, but Antonio's going to be back um, I know it's at Leeds but I'm kind of fearful as a Leeds fan to be honest I would be too uh, anyone that has Antonio um, ben Rama or Ben Rama, yeah. Look, look to the um, could be a cheeky. Good oh, I was going to say option. to you. I mean, we haven't got to this fixture. The last time I captained Antonio, though. <laughs> I know we haven't got to this fixture because there's a good one actually, a good shout for Salah this week. But again, if you're an Antonio owner and you're looking for a, a slightly different pick, could try, could go for the captain pick on him. I think you're a bit uh, once bit and twice shy on that. I'm sure. Well, I've played. Uh, the arm, I've put the armband on Antonio twice this season, and it really didn't work out at all last time. But the first time, it really it was it a great shout. Yeah. So I'm fifty fifty on Antonio, but I'm a hundred percent on Salah. Every single time I've captained Salah, he has returned. So it's almost getting to the point where it's one of those set and forget style situations for me. So I can almost 
with certainty say that Salah's going to be my captain this week. Yeah. Um, even now, spoiler alert. But um, <laughs> another option, obviously, and we, we did kind of not really touch on it when we were talking about Man United, uh, Aston Villa, is uh, Ronaldo because yeah. uh, he's hungry. He's playing 90 minutes every single week. Um, he's mm. always in the box. He's always getting opportunities. He's good in the air. He's good with the ball at his feet. So It's a good shout. Um, so, yeah, we'll see... Uh how Leeds fair against the mighty West Ham. Uh, Leicester versus Burnley. Um, is this a bit of a yawn? Nah, well, it is and it isn't. It mostly is. Um, and I say that because, we, you know, we were right last week. We talked about the fact that Leicester were a little bit toothless this week, yeah. uh, this season. And, um, you know, they just lost 2-1 to, to Brighton, who are absolutely flying high. They're doing well, yeah. Well, they're coming fourth at the moment, I think, so... Yeah. Um, we, we actually kind of anticipated that Leicester wouldn't win. I think we thought they might draw, but yeah. Brighton managed to, to get the goals. Did, uh, yeah. I think Welbeck scored a header. Um, I can't remember who scored the other maybe Trossard or something like that. But uh, anyway, uh, long story short, uh, Leicester are coming up against a Burnley side that aren't particularly great defensively this season, which is quite strange for a team like Burnley. I think they might get relegated this season, potentially. Mm. Um, I... This game will either end nil all or Leicester might win at one or two nil. Snatch, snatch a one nil. Vardy pop up in the box. Um, Watford versus Newcastle. Um, we talked earlier about how Alan St. Maximin had a fantastic game against Leeds. Um, Wilson, he's still got an unknown return date on a thigh injury, so probably likely to be the same team again. Um, they weren't great, but St. Maximin was. Uh, but Watford, they're doing all right. Yeah, they've got some good players. King, um, Saar. King, Dennis, Saar. You know, they've got enough players up front. I haven't been particularly impressed with their defences. You know, I've, I've had both Backman and Foster now playing for me mm. for five game weeks. And it's getting to the point where when I wildcard, <clears throat> I'm going to have to definitely yeah, look re-evaluate at... Re-evaluate the keeper situation. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I don't mind keeping Foster if he's four, four mil and he's starting, but he, he's... Yeah. I don't like that Watford defence. I think... Um, their attack is good. I'd expect, and I don't like Newcastle's defence, so I expect Watford to score a goal at least in this game. I try, I tried to... <clears throat> steer a little bit clear of Sanchez in defence this season because everyone was doing it and yep. I kind of wanted a little bit of a differential there and it's bitten me a little bit because I think I'd probably be at least in the top 600 you know maybe 550,000 if I had right. um, Sanchez but I went back and, and I, I've regretted it um, right. so well maybe something to talk about in the, an upcoming episode when you might choose to uh, take a look at your wild card. Um, but for now... Is that a spoiler? Have I told you something? No, no. But Are I'm, you incepting me? Yeah, a little bit. Okay. A little bit. Um, but right now, we're going to talk about Brentford, who just come off a great game week, against at home against Liverpool. Um, we talked about... and both, I've, both, both teams uh, played well last week, but mm, yeah. I, I've also got the armband sat firmly with Salah. Uh, yeah, a little foreshadowing for what we're going to do later. Um... Tony, yep, showing he's, he can score some goals. Well, um, we, we called the um, the episode tonight as you know Tony vindication, and, and we've discussed it yeah almost every week since the podcast has started this season. And that is that Tony scored so many goals last season, yeah. thirty six goals in the league, that uh, he's going to have to at least score, uh, you know, a third of that in the Premier League. And at his price point, yep. 13 goals. Yeah, you know, double figures at least. Is, yeah. Well, I say at least, he's not going to get triple figures, but yeah, he's going to get into the double figures. <laughs> yeah. For 13, 13 goals, 
Uh, is what I reckon he'll end up on it at the very least. Mm-hmm. I reckon it'll be 13. You know, even if Brentford only get 13 pens, he's very good from the spot. He scored his goal this week from the spot. Um, I, I look at it and I think anyone that... Ooh, sorry. Here he goes. <laughs> What's the shandy? Goes. Anyone that... <laughs> anyone that, uh, you know, says... Tony's not performing, but I've got to pull him out. And there's been quite a few of those people. Well, uh, he didn't do much in the first couple of games. He certainly didn't score many points. And we said, hold tight, it will come. And it did. Yeah, and, and that's the th- that's the thing. Here's something depressing for you. And you're an Arsenal fan, so that's already one depressing thing. <laughs> Someone like Arsenal's going to pop up in January and try and buy him for like 30 mil, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, they will. Now, we, we always say this. Uh, on the podcast, we stick by this rule: five points per game. Is it that's that's an a adequ- adequate return, right? Tony's played five games. He's on twenty-four points. So he's averaging about four point eight, four point eight five per game. That's all right. It's a great return for yeah. a six for that price point as for a striker. Six point five million striker. People, that is absolutely people fine. People pay that for people who just get them two points on average. A hundred percent. So stick with Tony. He's great. I'll 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 say that's till the end of the season. Trust me on that. Trust I'll do. Um, Alexander Arnold, seventy-five percent illness. I've just seen their fixtures though. <laughs> what uh, Brentford. Brentford, Liverpool, West Ham, Chelsea, Leicester. The next three fixture difficulty rating of four. Okay. I'm just going to close that. Pretend I didn't see it. Yep, fair enough. Um, you'd expect Liverpool to win that one, to be honest. Uh, they're without Firmino at the moment, but uh, Salah's doing the business. Um, you've got your, your match of the week down to Southampton versus Wolves, and I think that's probably a very good shout. I have nothing to say about this oh, fixture. Me neither. I, you know, I've got Connie Cody, but... Mm. Well, I, he might get a clean sheet. I hate that I have him. <laughs> he might get you a clean sheet this week, mate. Think about that. Think on that. You know what? You know what will happen? Go on. Southampton will win 1-0. And Liveramento will score. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Just to spite me. And Cody will get sent off. Um, all right, we'll move on then to the North London derby. Arsenal at home to Tottenham. Yeah. Um, Odegaard. Anything can happen in... Well, scored a great goal last week. Anything can happen in the North London derby, but it's Except pretty likely... Win. Yes, pretty likely that Tottenham... Well, that said, win. you're talking about a Tottenham team who are, you know, they're doing okay, but Kane's not firing on all cylinders. Question marks over the tactics this season. Son's doing fine. Um, Arsenal, yeah, strange old start to the season. But yeah, as you say, they've, they're coming off the back now of two wins in a row. Two 1-0 wins against pretty shitty opponents. Yeah, wins Norwich a win. And it's probably going to help the uh, the morale in the dressing room. Um, and Odegaard got, as you say, a good goal. So the last game of the game week is Crystal Palace versus Brighton and Hove Albion. I think this is going to be a really good game because Brighton are playing really well. We just talked about the fact that they're in the top four. Yep. Um, Crystal Palace have also been pretty good this season which is weird because last season we hated them so fucking much they were just disgusting to watch it was Zaha or nothing show Eze a bit Eze's still not ready to play football yeah well um, when he comes back though they'll be a much stronger side yeah Gallagher's doing well as we know Edward you know I wonder if it's a fitness thing with him he played a bike in his first game for them he played 12 minutes and got two goals this week he just they gave him like nine minutes so maybe they're working him up to fitness or something how many goals did he get oh seven no he got none this week but um, maybe maybe it's a fitness thing because surely he's going to end up becoming the first well, teamer. You know, he's he's on my watch list, but he, he'll come off that watch list if he doesn't. Start. He better buck his ideas up or Scott's going to get angry. I don't have to send him a tweet. You're going to tweet him. All right, and that concludes the Game Week 6 fixtures preview. Uh, we'll have a break and come back and talk in a bit more detail about our plans for Game Week 6. Ah. Bench boss, boys. Scott. 
what you're doing for game week six? <sighs> what am I doing? Uh, yeah, tomorrow Carabao Cup games. Um, my fixture, uh, sorry, my transfer is uh, very likely going to be Antonio in for Ings. Yep. I know Harrison's got got the old COVID, and he probably won't be back to full fitness for quite a while because COVID can smack you around a little bit. Yep. From what I've read on the news and the internet, um, so I'll wait till that Carabao Cup fixtures finished because Antonio hasn't played a game of football in a little while because he had that rest last weekend due to the red card, yep. meaning he may get a little bit of a warm up in the Carabao Cup. But we're, obviously, we know that there's the risk that he gets injured when that happens. So. I do want to see if he plays any minutes in that in that cup and he doesn't pull up with any injuries. If he doesn't, probably Thursday night, Friday night, I'll pull the trigger on the transfer. Um, and if you if got a backup, a backup transfer option. Mm-hmm. Well, <clears throat> I could do nothing. Um, Danny Ings could score a goal against United. He's a good player. Mm. Um, so it's not like I want to get Ings out. I just it's more that I want to get Antonio in. Yeah. And even though Harrison's injured, uh, for around that price point of what five point eight million. Uh, yeah, I've got quite a few players on my watch list that fit that description, but is it worth me saving the transfer and rolling it and just having two up my sleeve for when Chelsea's fixtures turn? Because really, really, really want to get a Chelsea defender in. Yeah. Luke Shaw hasn't been performing. Maybe he comes out uh, in game week eight for a Chelsea defender, and if I've got two up my sleeve, uh, I'm probably more likely to do... And it's tough to say this because Ronaldo's firing on all cylinders, but I'm probably more likely to do in game week eight if I roll a transfer, Ronaldo out for Lukaku and uh, probably a Shaw out for uh, maybe Rudiger. Yeah, good shot. Um, just to get those two Chelsea players in for that really nice run of fixtures. So um, what you were we talking you, about? We are talking about this week. Um, yeah, you said, you said the armband's Salah, right? Armband is Salah, yeah. Um, Antonio's... In is probably my transfer, and if that doesn't happen, then I won't do a transfer. Um, yeah, I'll have Matty Target on the bench again uh, with Brownhill and Harrison occupying the last couple of spots. There you go. Yeah. Me? My turn? Yeah, it's your turn. Okay. Um, yeah. Sorry, I just started talking about my transfer plans in the oh. future, and that does affect this week, so. Of course. Sorry, I took oh, the limelight. That's okay. You no, can talk now. It's a partnership, all right? Uh, Captain Pick Salah, yeah. Um, I got yellow flags on four players. <laughs> um, I'm going to leave it right up until the deadline before I make any firm decisions, which I know is very non-committal, and I half apologise for that. But I did also, I was thinking at the end of the game we've just gone about if there are players in my team at whatever price point that have just been, to my mind, I'm performing a bit, and I've landed on a couple of players... And, I, and actually, leading on the mailbag, there's something in the mailbag that might touch on this, so I don't want to give away too much. But I, I just want to kind of maybe spend this time to think about those players where that they came in potentially at a particular price point, but just aren't doing anything. And it just started to make me think, well, maybe that's where I should look at particular transfers or something to do around if I'm spending X amount of million pounds on a guy who's just two two points week in, week out... There might be a guy out there who's even getting four or five or six or you know whatever, and that can make all the difference. That can, you know, I mean, we talked earlier about how there's only what twenty four points between us or something, but a shed load of places in the rankings or whatever it is, like that could make the difference. So, talk talk to me about what your transfer plans will be if we arrive to Friday evening and you've still got four flags. Well. 
Maybe none. Well, would you would you think about pulling the trigger on a wild card? Scott, 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 Scott. You can't spring that. Can on I me. guess? Bamford, Rafinha, Ailing, and Trent. Are they your flags? Yeah, I've also got Basuma as well, but he's on my bench at the moment in my bus team. So he's a flag as well. Yeah, five flags. Yeah, so you're right. Yeah, five. Um, well, I mean, that's. I mean, I'm already on. We're looking at wildcard territory there, mate. We're, you, there's no beating around the bush because I'm assuming you've got a fairly, like everyone does, a fairly weak bench. My bench at the moment is Martinez in goal, Tony, Basuma, and Cody. Oh, that's not too bad. That's not too bad. No, I I'm to... actually starting, I think, Cody and Tony. Yeah, so let's say for argument's sake, Alexander Arnold doesn't play. The way I've got my bench at the moment is he'd come out and Tony would come on. Um, if Bamford doesn't play, Basuma would come into midfield. If Basuma, Ailing, or Rafinha don't play, Cody would slot in. Well, I mean, one of them will have to stay on the pitch, of course. Um, I don't think that all of them will not because they're yellow flags. So some of these are seventy-five percenters. Yeah, no, fair enough. So I could. We, we, yeah, we've talked about what seventy-five percent really means in FPL, especially if it says knock. Um, I, so I could absolutely do nothing, or I could make one transfer. I could use this opportunity. I've only got one in in the in the bag at the moment, so I could choose one. But that's probably a good segue for us to uh, flip over to the mailbag because there's something in there that maybe will press upon this a little more about my whole kind of. What do we do if we underperform? Okay, press the button. Let's do it. Mailbag time. Scott, you never guess what, right? (laughs) There's one thing in the mailbag this week, and it's from me. I've written a letter to us. I'm I'm the mailbag question, Scott. Do you want to read it, or are you going to make me do it? I'll do it. Go on, then. What does it say? All right, love. Uh, after a good game week one, Suchek has blanked every single week since. You missed out the word then. Um, <clears throat> where better could I put that six mil in midfield right now? There's no then required there. I'm, I'm from the place what made the words England. We made the language. There's no then required there. You don't have to say since then. He has blanked since. That's good English, man. <laughs> anyway, podcast about it's about grammar and English. English, English, English. Premier League. Um, yeah. So I've said, where better could I put six mil? So he's currently at five point nine. I've got hundred k in, in in the bag. Um, if if I chose Suchek as my transfer this week because I'm I'm done with him, what could I do with six million pounds in midfield right now? Just looking at your watch list, I think there's really only two options. Go on. Gallagher and Townsend. Now, I would argue that of those two options, uh, Gallagher is probably a little bit more of an exciting pick, and I think you'll save a bit of money. Well, I've already got Gray from Everton in midfield as well, so yeah. I probably wouldn't, despite the fact I've currently got three Leeds players and they're all yellow flagged, um, I wouldn't want two Everton midfielders. Yeah, and that's what I mean. So, I, you know, I reckon the... All, all signs point to Gallagher. <clears throat> yeah. I mean, you can't afford Ben Rama. Um, maybe Buendia, what's he looking at? He must be 6.4, 6.5 or something like that because otherwise he'd be an easy easy choice. Uh, yeah, I mean, I can't even quite afford Saar from Watford. He's gone up. 6.1. Um, as you said, Townsend, Gray I've already got. Uh, Odegaard, if I wanted to uh, really throw caution to the wind if you want an Odegaard he'd be on your watch list yeah, yeah that, I think that would be a silly thing to do um, you just look at your watch list that's 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 your choices and that's Gallagher 
I'm just going. I'm just. I'm just having a quick skim through by form. Four nails of West Ham. I could do a straight swap to check for, to four nails. Don't know if that's going to really pay off. I, I could, if you know, we don't think too highly of Southampton at the moment. I could go Ward Prowse. Um, yeah, I think you're right. Based purely on form at the moment, I don't have many other options that aren't. I, I could go for Buemo for Brentford, but. I think that would be rolling the dice. I think plus then you'd be doubling down on Brentford players. Yeah, uh, Crystal Palace's fixtures are okay. They got Brighton this week, Leicester the following, then Arsenal, then Newcastle. So they've got arguably four games lined up that he could perform in before they hit City, and then they've got another four games that are good until they hit United. So I think Palace have got a good run. Yeah, they do. So I think that's a pretty solid answer then. So it's kind of we almost amalgamated two sections because we didn't get any other bloody questions for the mailbag. No, that's my fault. Well, right. I didn't. I didn't put a tweet out until the bloody hell. Before. Well, it helped me, didn't it? Help me. So if I do make um, what I may do then is just do the one transfer. Ironically, transferring out someone who isn't flagged for injury, like half my team, for um, for our pal Gallagher from Palace. And uh, see what the game week brings me, eh? Well, good luck. Thank you. Good luck, good luck to you too. Good luck to our listeners. Um, Have a fabulous game week six. Yeah, I'm, I'm actually pretty confident, quietly confident. Yeah. This game week. Good for you. Join our mini league, Q8ZM2S, at Bench Boost Boys' Twitter, benchboostboys.club's website, and we'll catch you next time. Thanks, guys. <laughs>